you're listening to Q Marriage Mentors with Jeff Lutz, a podcast featuring conversations with remarkable lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender couples. What makes great relationships work? Jeff will ask the questions. You'll hear the answers. Together, we'll learn. Welcome back, everybody. We took a break during April to get ready for the 6th Annual Contemporary Relationships Conference this past weekend, and now that that's over, I'm ready to get back to our conversations with couples. Today, my guests are Denise Bain and Mary Pretty from Bastrop County, Texas. Denise is retired from Dell and currently works as the Community Relations Coordinator for the Bastrop Animal Rescue. Mary is the Education and Outreach Manager for the City of Austin's Office on Sustainability. I began by asking about their coming out experiences, and Denise jumped right in to share her story. My coming out was pretty, um, I don't want to say boring, but it was different for me because I didn't really realize it. I lived in a small country town. I had my boyfriend and I didn't even think about it. I always knew once I had a girlfriend that, wow, it had, something had been missing all along, but I didn't really realize it living in a very, very rural community until I um, had a best friend and it ended up being more than a best friend. And it really just took me a long time. And I had friends. I lived with a gay man for years and I had friends and then finally someone said what are you going to do if you fall in love with a woman and I was just like are you trying to tell me something I said I hadn't really thought about it and I really hadn't and then it was a kiss and it was all over with how old were you when the kiss happened um 21 21. Yeah, so it was kind of long, and then it was like, The kiss? Wow. Or, or yeah, that too. But then it was like, wow, now I know what had been missing. And I really just hadn't thought about it. It wasn't like a, a shock or anything. It was just like a wow. It was kind of a, a very odd. Now I will tell you, as from a coming out story, there wasn't this big tell your parents. I still have not had that conversation with my parents. They are very, <laughs> you know, one way and I'm very the other. So it's just something we don't talk about. Out, they yeah. definitely know, they know my relationships. They just don't necessarily call them relationships, but they're always very respectful. And anyway, so I never really had that with my family. My brother said they always knew before I did. But yeah, for me, it was just really just meeting the right person and Having the first kiss and going, wow, what was I thinking all this time? What a actually is a perfect segue. I um, I grew up in Houston. I went to to high school in Houston, and um, I can remember um, I, I was I was laser focused. I was going to be a veterinarian, so I didn't date at high school at all. People would ask, I'm, I'm busy, I'm busy. I was either at work or I was studying, and I remember a, a, an instance where they fired a teacher in Houston for uh, for being gay. There was no hint of impropriety. He hadn't done anything. It's just, you're gay. Hit the bricks. And I remember my mother went ballistic. You know, she was just like, oh, what people do in the privacy of their own home? That's just ridiculous. And I remember thinking, huh, that's cool. So I, I go off to uh, go off to college and um, actually meet, uh, start dating a guy. And um, I, I met him. When he hit my brother with his car, um, actually, <laughs> sad little story, but um, I digress. And um, it was a nice, 
nice enough guy, but I mean, there, you know, there was, there was, there's nothing there. So I go off to college, and uh, you know, I would come back periodically and, and see him. But uh, I was finally home for Christmas, and uh, my mother goes, um, "So what are you getting? You know, uh, your fella for Christmas?" And I thought, "Huh? I hadn't thought about my fella in three months." Um, <laughs> So I'm I'm downstairs with my brothers and we're um, we're watching uh, football. Uh, the, the the bowl season had was upon us, and um, I look at my brother and I go, I can't believe that I you know I completely forgot to get you know get him a gift. And my brother looks at me and goes, "Cause you're a big old dyke, sis. I just I don't know how else to tell you this. Um, my my first girlfriend and I um, we. The three of us you know, worked in a, um, a record store. Well, my brother was there. And he's like, if, if I hear you mention her name one more time, he goes, you need to go after her. And so I, both of my, uh, two of my brothers, you know, uh, thumbprints in their back, just pushing me. Just go. You, you've got to, uh, you know, go out with this girl. And, you know, like Denise said, it was just like, ho, ho, you know, when we, when we got together. And, um... Sadly, though, when I when I came, I told my mother, my mother, um, I thought surely she would just be so supportive. It would be you know, based on her earlier based on her earlier comments. You know, yeah. I thought she'd have a P flag sticker and you know she'd be on there. This is my dyke daughter. And, She's gonna be the grand marshal. Oh the yeah. Parade She's and... like you know where's my you know candelabra down it. And um, I uh, she called me and and my girlfriend and I had actually been living together like three or four months at that point. I mean we were you know. And uh, my mother asked a question then that she had never asked before, and until the day she died, never asked. She goes, so, how's your love life? And I thought, well, if you're going to open the door, at least I can do is walk on through. And I told her, and she goes, oh, I have to go. And hung up, and for months wouldn't talk to me. And, um, just didn't return just, your calls. Just, just didn't return my calls. Um, you know, I, I, we were living in Austin, and um, every year my my parents would drive up from Houston, and we'd celebrate Christmas. And that year she didn't come. I mean, it was it was it was that bad. And you know, my dad my dad was in the military, so I thought, well, he's going to be tough to tough to tell. That was that was the the person that I. I struggled over, and uh, he actually came up for for Christmas that year, and um, we you know. We were going to go Christmas shopping, so we're, we're having breakfast, sitting in the in the booth at the restaurant. And um, my dad looks at me and he goes, "Are you are you happy?" And I said, "Ah, oh, Dad, I, I I've actually never been happier." Does she is she nice to you? I went, oh, yeah, nobody's ever treated me this well, Dad. And he goes, "Good." And that was and that was it. And wow. he's been so supportive of you know I, I say I've, I've had three. I mean, it's like I've had a lot of girlfriends. But he's been so supportive, and my mother, until the day she died, just couldn't couldn't reconcile it. It was, you know, just something she couldn't do. And I broke up with my first girlfriend, and we were together for like seven years. It wasn't like it was just, you know, some quick fling. She, um, her exact words were, well, thank God that's over. I'm like, you know, I, I'm going to find another one with boobs, Mom. I'm sorry. <laughs> <You know? laughs> i got news for you. Yeah, that was, you know, love the guys, love my brothers. You know, some of my best friends are guys. But that's, you know, there's just, 
It's just not there, Mom. Yeah. That actually yeah. reminded me of something that was a good story. You mind if I share something real Please. quick? There was one time at the very beginning um, that I tried to share with my dad. I'd gotten a ring from um, my girlfriend at the time. Oh, your pr- my and predecessor. I, yes. yes. <laughs> my predecessor. And I had went home, and it was clearly a, a relationship ring. and had a diamond in it. You know, it was the... Or you, well, you married me. We never had the marriage, but it was the... the it was much bigger than the one I gave her, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it was... I was driving up, and I was like, well, this is going to be awkward. So I took it off and put it in my pocket. And I was staying the night at my parents. And that night, my mother being my mother, she's always done, is I woke up in the morning, and my clothes from the day before were gone. And I was like, oh, my God. She had taken them and woke up and put them in the wash machine. And I freaked. So she thought, I'm going to be the dutiful mom, and I'm going to clean your clothes. And I woke up in the morning. My dad gets up really early, and I was like, oh, no, my clothes are gone. So I run outside, and I'm, like, literally freaking out because there's this diamond ring that's gone. And my dad's like what is wrong? And I'm like, dad. And he goes, no, tell me. And I was like, dad, I had a ring in my pocket and mom washed my clothes. So he took off the, the, the plumbing on the thing. And sure enough, it was in the U. So luckily he found it, but he said, what is this? Why don't you tell me, tell us anything? And I said, dad, I'll tell you what, you're absolutely right. I'm going to tell you something, but I want to start talking and I want, he's a very tough military man also. I was like, but when I start, I don't want you to cut me off until I'm done. And he goes, I don't think I want to hear this. And he turned around and walked off. So there was one time I did try to have that conversation and breach it because I had a great opportunity and that I wasn't able to. So I was like, okay, he knows and he doesn't want to know. And where are they now? They're still in Marion, still the same house, Marion, Texas, outside of San Antonio, where I went to high school. And they know that Mary is in your life. Oh, absolutely. And I will say um, that I hope everybody in a relationship that their their partner's family treats them with the kindness and the love and the respect that her parents show me and, and have since day one. But we, we just don't talk about it. Yeah, um, it's just... He's, he started calling me her partner now. Yeah, he said that. Which is a that, huge step. Like three or four months ago, yeah. he said her... Because we were in a doctor setting. I take care of my parents sometimes because they have some serious health issues. So there are times that I'm called away part of the thing that kind of fell in line with me being retired is sometimes I have to go and stay with them for long periods of time. And, and, you know, he, we were in a doctor's office and, and we were doing paperwork or something and there was a nurse there and he's like, well, Denise and her partner. And he said it like, I don't know what to say. And she was like, okay, partner, that's okay. What's her name? And you know, it, it was very fine, but it was a military setting. And I was like, I was like, wow. You know, I, I knew they in spouse ex- pictures. Yeah, they always go, Mary, come on! America, like yeah. when we have family pictures my, my, and the spouses, Mary, get over here. My you know? favorite though is on, on every Christmas they give they give cash, but they always put it in a gift for the couple. That's and it. so one year it's we one hundred if you're single or yeah. two if you have a couple. Yeah, and, yeah. but we got um, that what, first year. What are those? What are those blankets with the sleeves? A oh, snuggly s- or whatever. <laughs> so one year for for Christmas, um, they took the money and they put it in the pocket of your snuggly. And the girls got pink snugglies. No, the, you got um, leopard prints. Yeah, leopard print snugglies. And, but the, the boys got dark blue snugglies. And 
Guess who got a dark blue snuggly? <laughs> right here. I'm on the men team. But the cash was in the pocket, so I asked for you. But that's when I knew they had really accepted me. Like, yeah, give her one. But, uh, oh, how funny. How did you all meet? We, this is a, a story of great consternation because I remember in one way, she remembers it uh, completely another, but I worked at Dell for about an hour and a half. Um, I, I just, I didn't, I didn't like it. Um, it they're not big fans on individualism, and I, I kind of liked it. I'm over here, folks, take my picture. And um, so the thing about Dell is, is you're, and the, the, the department I was working, if you were going to leave your desk, it was a, it was a phone bank, um, you had to put a code in, and as you're going on break, if you're you know, going to go eat or whatever, um, but we had 30 minutes to take a break. And you could take 31-minute breaks. You could take one thirty, but they, they, they kept it, you know, they timed it. And so we have a, uh, the one who introduced us, she um, smoked like a chimney. And I don't, but she, she was like, come outside with me while I smoke. I'm like, I'm not giving up valuable Dr. Pepper drinking time, you know. It's like, <laughs> to go watch you smoke. I'm not doing it. And she was come on, come on, I'll buy you, I'll buy you a soda. All right, so you know, I clock out. You know, we're walking down this hallway, and I swear I heard this little blonde. I saw this little blonde head peep out from around the corner. Go slackers, and then we kept going. And um, and my story is, I did say slacker to my friend Brenda that was in front of singular. Her. It was very plural. Yeah, right? I was like, I didn't even see you. I just yelled out slacker because I knew she was taking a break. Yeah, I, I made such an impact on her. Didn't even see you. But we. Um, <laughs> She's the love of my life. Where? I don't care. <laughs> but we, um, so we, we got around the corner, and, our, and Brenda, who has no tact whatsoever, goes, Oh my God, you're, you sleep with women. And it like echoes, you know, <laughs> of course, through the, of course. Through the, the, the Dell chamber there where everyone's in a cubicle, you know. And, and it's a weekend, it's very quiet, yeah. and, you know. And I went, Um, yeah, why? And she goes, so does that woman. You and I went, well, that's really not how it works. You know? It's Oh, you're gay, you're gay, get together, go, you know, get the get the U-Haul lip, let's get this thing going. And I said, She called me a slacker. Why would I possibly want to spend time with this woman? So we go off and do our little thing and I go back to my desk and in the meantime she goes to take it away, Denise. <laughs> Brenda comes over to my desk and goes hey, we've never talked about this, but you sleep with women, don't you? And I was like, well, I've been known to. Why? Not on command. And I didn't have a girlfriend. I wasn't super out. I wasn't not out, but it wasn't a topic of conversation. So I was supervising that weekend, and she was like, wait, you sleep with women, don't you? And I was just like, well, I've been known to. Why? And all of a sudden behind me, I hear all all of my reps going, hold please, I need to ask you to hold please. And they're like sticking out going, what's the answer? And I was so embarrassed. And I'm like, why? And she's like, that woman I was just with, you have to meet her. Y'all are perfect for each other. And I'm like, I don't even know her name. And she's like, her name's Mary. Come out on break with us tomorrow. And it started this big thing where her and then her best friend who happened to work at Dell too, Jay, they were all not Jason was pimping me out. Yeah, he everybody was, was trying to. Yeah. yeah, they were all trying to sell me. Like they were like, she's got a son, and da da da. And they were like, mileage. You gotta get with this. Every time they were on a break, they'd be at my cube going, "No, she's really responsible and did it." And they would just be throwing all this, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! I don't even know her." You know, lots it was of just odd. trying to make it. Happen. Yeah. Exactly, but they were right. <laughs> yeah, Brenda. Um, 
was kind of the the matchmaker for everybody at Dell. Sadly, she's on her what forty second marriage. I mean, it just it doesn't work for her. <laughs> but she so does she good with do. our people. Yeah, for some reason, she she's does good really with good our people. people. She so can match us. How did you have a conversation to go on your first date? We actually um, for about two months. Both of us had come out of horrible breakups. You know, we won't go into great detail, but it, we were both really gun shy, and um, so. We would meet, and we we met the next day, and it was it was it was close to Christmas, and so we were both going um, to to Dallas. Uh, Denise has family up there, um, and so do I. Didn't occur to either one of us to go. Well, here's my phone number. Give us a call. Um, she actually went to Dallas. Told her older brother, I think I found somebody, or I think I met somebody. You know, and I'm telling my family, "Whoa, I met this great girl," and we didn't do anything for two months. Neither one of us wanted to to. You know, we emailed and said hi, yeah. and we took breaks together, and we she'd visited, but we just yeah, didn't... She'd leave feed food on my desk, but it yeah. was just... That's how I fed my team, is I would give them treats, so she got treats, because yeah. right. she was a... And um, we, neither one of us could just uh, could pull the trigger, and so we um, we have a, a mutual friend couple um, that actually stood up with us when we got married, and I was talking to one of the partners, Denise was talking to the other, and... Um, you know, I'm like, ah, oh, I mean, she, she she just wants to be a friend, you know, she's not interested in anything romantically, but I mean, she's a wonderful person, and you know, who couldn't use another friend, and this went on for months, and, um, you know, finally, um, it's, it's a family show, so I won't say exactly what one of the friends said, but basically said, just get in there, you know, <laughs> yeah, and, um, what are you doing, are you and we're doing? like, we didn't know, but we yeah. were talking to one, and she was talking to the other of the couple, and they were like, no, like and the truth is that they had set me up with a crazy person and I had went out on one date with someone who ended up literally just being awkward and it was a setup to where we met at a date but she was apparently trying to get back at her ex so she was like in my lap and just all and I was just like I didn't even it was odd and then afterwards they were like I'm so sorry I heard what happened and I'm so embarrassed so we'll never do anything again we'll never set you up again again. they were being very cautious yes in the background they're going oh my god we gotta get these two together but we um, we just didn't know that there was an attraction yeah we just just thought we liked each other uh, and that we were gonna be friends I will say that you know so finally Denise the sweetest things ever came over and uh, she sent me an email and basically said uh, okay. Um, hey, do you want to go see? Yeah, a movie? Let's go see a movie. You know, uh, this this Friday night, and um, uh, my best friend at Dell was having problems with his boyfriend, and so he basically said, "If you don't go out with me on Friday night, just I, I just I got to get away from him. I got to I got to you got to let me gripe." And so I I felt horrible. I had to tell her, "Why well, no? I can't go out with you on Friday, but uh, what about Saturday?" And um, I got home from, you know, propping up my best friend, who's still with his boyfriend, yay, all these years later, um, and I called her just to chit-chat, and it was, what, maybe 10 o'clock yep. that I called you? At 6 o'clock in the morning, we were still talking. We talked for eight hours. Eight that hours. was our first eight time on the hours. phone, and we literally just, just da 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 and we were both like, oh my gosh, the, the sun up. is starting to come up. My dog's down there going, hey, hey, got a full bladder, get your ass out of the bed. But she, um, yeah, it was just like, oh my god! And it was just that that conversation where you know, you what's your middle name? How many brothers? You know, who's your favorite Beatle? You know, who, you know, did you watch Charlie's Angels? You know, all those all those great questions. You know, <laughs> the important ones. Big Kelly Garrett fan here, but um, yeah, and it was it was just a. Uh, but later in the day, um, I, I was gonna go. 
to see a basketball game with some with some friends of mine, and I said, okay, I will call you at five o'clock, because I live out. I lived at the time out in Oak Hill. She's in Bastrop. I mean, it was you know it's like the Donner Party kind of thing. You know, <laughs> got to pack provisions to to go see one another. And so I said, I will call you at five. We'll set up a meeting place. And so my friends. We go to the basketball game, we go to Schultz's Beer Garden, and this is pre-cell phone, so I can't even call her. I don't get home until like 6.30, and I can tell my friends, I have a date, people! For the love of God, yeah. take me home! <laughs> and uh, so I get home, I call her, and, um, and I explain the situation, I'm like, I gotta, I, I gotta walk my dog, but you know, Pick a place where you want. Oh, here's what we're going to do. Let's meet at the Embassy Hotel there at uh, Ben White and 35. Got to go. Click. And I thought, I just, I was an hour and a half late calling her and uh, just told her to meet me at a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> How incredibly slick am I? We had a lot of fun with that with our friends, yeah. though, by the way. Yeah, I bet. But we, we drove in, met at the hotel under a big light. She, yeah, she was just like, right. You kind of landed planes out there under the spotlight. And, um... We uh we went and went had dinner and I remember thinking um, at the time in Austin you couldn't go on a street corner and without somebody selling you a flower and I'm pretty old fashioned I, I wanted to bring her flowers and candy because that's what you do on a first date <laughs> sure. and um, of course nobody's selling a freaking flower on the street corner and again pre cell phone so I had to stop at Seven Eleven and get google this kids a newspaper to get the movie times <laughs> and while i was in there um i got my newspaper and um i thought i'd buy her a chocolate rose because it was getting close to valentine's day did they have those in 7-eleven no they didn't <laughs> so i ended up buying her she um she we we had haley we had a, a she had a dalmatian at the time and there was a pez dispenser that looked like a dalmatian oh i'm the cutest thing ever we're taking this <laughs> And um, go on our date. We we have a lovely dinner. She didn't eat much, and of course, I found out later that since I was so late calling, she went, "Well, screw her." I thought she was standing me up, yeah. so I had, so she don't yeah, eat. I, I, uh, I, so I'm like, you know, shoveling food in my mouth, and she's like, "I'll just have a radish," you know. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> um, we go to the movies. We go have uh, dessert and coffee afterwards. I drop her off at uh, at her at her car, and uh, you know, we we agree we're going to go to another date, but. I get home and I buy you nice things. My you know, best dispenser, my water from our from the, from the, the movie, movie is on the, the floorboard. Seat. I had forgotten. So I asked her to call me. So it's like two o'clock in the morning. So she yeah. calls me. I got home safely, and I that's when I said, "I give you nice things. You know, I give you a Dalmatian Pez dispenser." And she goes, I know you dropped out of vet school, but that's a panda bear. <laughs> I love it, but bring my panda bear to work tomorrow. Not so much a Dalmatian. By the way, yeah. we still do Pez dispensers. Yeah, so every vaca every holiday. Every, every holiday. Yeah. Birthday, whatever. Getting married, will you, you know. We have hundreds, I choose you. Yeah. hundreds of Pez dispensers. Yeah. Collect them. We yes. collect Pez dispensers. Oh, yeah. wonderful. They have a big part of our relationship, yeah. yeah. So. And did they before, or nope. just No, just because the first day she just, gave I was trying to be <laughs> Nothing says lesbian love like a post dispenser. <laughs> uh, well, so so things progress, and um, was there a point in which you knew, yeah, I really, this is the one, I want to make this work? I think it was our, our third date. Why don't, you, why don't you tell that little story? Yeah, I know that seems like really, really quick, uh, but I think it was the time when I said, 
at least this really could be the one. And we went on a date. It was pouring raining. And it was um, cold. That was the thing I remember. Yes. It was, just, it was like March or April. It was yeah. Like, it shouldn't it be this was, cold. It was horrendous. And we were driving down to the theater off of South 35. Were you driving or was I driving? I always drive. That's right. You were driving Except still. When I don't. Yeah. And um, we were driving, and we were almost to an intersection, and we were stopped with a light, going to take the U to to go into the movie theater, Um, and there was an old man there, and there was something about this old man on the side of the road. It was pouring down, and he was old, and he had on a long jacket, and he was shivering, and it was raining, and I just was like, uh, he got me. And I mean, well, I didn't have I remember, a lot of... Yeah, I remember, um, I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I, I remember because I was driving and we, we put the window down and we we gave him all the money we had. But I remember I, I, I looked at Denise and after we did it and I said, one, he didn't look up. I mean, he was he just had his hand out. And he and was just shaking. He was just shaking. And we were but like, his uh-huh. hand, was, it felt like a baseball glove. You know, it was it was just so rough and, and, and worn. So, yeah. So we got to the movie theater and we went inside. And I was just discouraged. And she was just like, you're not going to enjoy this movie, are you? And I was like, nope. And she goes, what if we take all the money we were going to spend today and go get a hotel room for him? And that's what we did. Oh. Yep. Yeah. What is it about that now that still moves you, Denise? Whoo! You may all... Oh, I don't know. I know. We're both crying. I know. Um, wow. Well, to me, I think it was the... I don't know. I guess it just was something that I was like, she gets it. She knew it was important. Same, you know, both, same values. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, we money for a cup of coffee, that's, you know, that's yeah. that wasn't going to help him, you know, too much. And so yeah, it was like, I mean, I mean, both of us, we just sort of walked into the uh, the atrium of the theater and it was just like, ah, we can't leave him. We, we, we just can't. And you know, we went back to get him, and, you know, it, it took a little coaxing, you know. you know, Yeah, get into a stranger's yeah, car, you know. And was, we're like, we promise we're going to take care of you for, what, through the weekend. We yeah, got we, him three nights at a hotel. We gave him three nights. Took all the money. We I mean, it wasn't a nice hotel, and you know, yeah, but, but, you know, he... He, he could he, get dry. He could get dry, he could get warm, <laughs> he could take a bath, you know, and it was, um, yeah, that was, you know... We didn't hesitate. There wasn't like, oh man, we can't go to the. It was just like this. This is what we have to do. Yeah. And um, yeah, we never saw him again. You know, it wasn't. Um, you know, but you know, just she she got it. You know that. You know we people. You know sometimes others. Some you have to put others before you sometimes, and this was certainly one of those times. And the what I know about you is that. That theme has carried on in the 16 years. You spend a fair amount of time taking care of others. That's kind of what we yeah. think we're here for. Yeah. You know, you know we... Especially animals. Yeah. Anybody, children, animals, seniors, anybody who, really anybody, but we feel like if, if you have it and people don't, we've been really blessed. I yeah. mean, I had a great job. She has a really good job. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I love what I do. Um... And it affords us the opportunity to, um, you know, we have a little, have a little rescue, you know, that, and that's what we want to do when I, you know, I've got about probably five more years yeah. before I can retire. But, um, yeah, I just, you be grateful for what you have. And, you know, you don't, we, 
always tell each other, you know, or, or tell others, you know, you don't, you don't have to help people, but you know, don't, don't try to make it more difficult, yeah. you know, and, um, for, for others. So we just, yeah, if, um, um, like she said, the, the elderly, um, animals and out youth, you know, we've, we're, we're really involved with out youth because the local organization that helps LGBTQ youth. Right. Yeah. You know, we've we've um, been um, sponsors, not sponsors, uh, chaperones at, at their um, prom. prom. And it's just so wonderful, you know, to have, look, have, have these kids go, wow, you're married. Wow, you can hold hands, you know. And they're, they're kind of cute. They're like, thanks, you know, because, I mean. I, Normalcy. Because yeah. we're kind of a boring old couple, you know. Yeah, we're the Aussie and Harriet of the gay community, you know. <laughs> Um, but I can remember, you know, um, one of the things that, you know, I found out later from one of my brothers about my mother that she was worried about me. She's like, you know, it's Texas for God's sakes. You know, you're my smart mouth daughter out there, you know, yeah, I'm gay. <laughs> and, um, you know, she, she was just worried for my safety. And, you know, even, you know, now, you know, sadly, you know, it seems like, you know, we're, we're, we're taking a, a turn back the other way, but, um, you know, we we've been very fortunate. I I I know. You know, as we've left situations uh, or you know parties or whatever, people have said things. You know, um, but it's never gotten back to us. I've, you know, our family, our our straight friends, everybody has been so supportive, and um, we just want to be able to tell you know the, the LGBTQ kids, you know that yeah, it's. You know, it, it can be, you know, we've got to stick together. We've got to help one another, but you know, it's 16 years, is good. 16 years good is start. a long time. A good start. That's what we always say. A good start. Yep. Yeah. We're going to be together forever in a weekend and a long weekend and a long yeah. weekend. That's what we say forever and a long that. weekend. Have there been any rough patches? And if so, how did you get through those times? Wow. We, we haven't had any, you know, per, you know, personally, I mean, there, there, there's, there's never been an instance where it's just like, ah, I'm packing my Indigo Girls records, I'm out of here, you know. Um, <laughs> but we've had some we, craziness. We had, a, we had about a three-year period there where we kept going, okay, if what doesn't kill you makes you strong, we're strong enough, thanks. Um, I can pick up a Buick right now. Um, we, um... Car wrecks? We had, well, yeah, we had, had one car wreck. Sort of recovered from that, and and we had saved up all of our money to, to buy this car. We made the first payment, and an uninsured motorist took out the car. At the time, I was working for the city manager. Um, Denise was working at Dell on Round Rock, so we were having to get up at like four o'clock in the morning because we were upside down on the loan. We hadn't. Um, we didn't know about gap insurance, know about gap at, insurance, the insurance at the time. Oh. So, so we lost like seven thousand dollars because we had driven it off the lot and. Totally. So we, we had to keep paying for it. You know, so you know, we'd get up at four in the morning, I'd drive it around Rock, I'd come, you know, from Bastrop, you know, is which is a you know, an hour drive, go to my job, go back and begin. I mean it was it was just exhausting. Get that squared away, get that car paid off, buy another one, and um uninsured motorist takes us out again. Um around that same time our um our house caught on fire. Um <laughs> Gosh. We had uh, we had two pets that had to have. I mean, they just drained our savings. I think it was like fifteen thousand dollars. Two emergency surgeries two emergency sur on the same day. Yeah. Two different hospitals. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just it was like hit after hit after yeah. hit after. Hit. And, and you know, while we were uh, staying with our friend, um, someone stole our car out of her driveway. Um, <laughs> I got um, my. I was. Uh, 
a product of the wreck, and we didn't find this out till about two years later. I was getting out of the car, and I put my foot down and just just face planted. I had had uh, we found out I had fractured a um, my L five, and just Gosh. you know took so I I was laid up for two months. I mean I. I'm like, can I pick up anything? The doctor's like, a Kleenex. You can pick up a Kleenex. I mean, I was just useless for two months. and So a lot of challenges and a no. lot of loss. And then but did it bring parents. you closer together? It, it oh, did. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we we were telling people that we were going to go live. Uh, uh, our friend Stu um, put us, uh, we were able to take the her, her back room. And... Um, People were, uh, we were telling people we were doing this, and they were looking at us like, oh my God, you know, you're going to live on top of each other. And, and we sort of went into it thinking, you know, you know, in the back of your mind, you're like, all the stuff keeps happening. Maybe we shouldn't be, you know, maybe we're, you know. But uh, it, was, it was either going to bring us together to the point where nothing will separate us, or it'll be like, yeah, you're cute, but that stuff <laughs> follows you. I gotta go. And just galvanized us. I mean, we just, you know, we kind of came out of that going, you know, who's the sidekick? Who's the superhero? Goes, yeah. We're together forever. <laughs> yeah. so. We're just about out of time, but what would you say to younger lesbian and gay couples who are trying to figure this thing we call relationship out? I think my first, my probably main thing would be find someone that matches you in the important things. And I'm not talking about the, you know, I'm a neat freak, she's not, or I'm not. I have a crazy work ethic and she's, you know, she's not as, oh my God, you can't be one minute late. And, you know, I'm not talking about the silly things, but find someone who has your values, your core values, and don't go into something not thinking it's work because I don't think anything that's worth it to you is that easy. A lot of wisdom there. Denise, <laughs> Mary, thank you so much for joining me today. Well, thank you if we thank rambled. You. Yeah, yeah so. thank you for having yes. us. Do you know any LGBT couples with interesting stories and wisdom to share on the show? Jeff would love to meet them, so please contact him through the website at qmarriagementors.com. Until next time, thanks for listening, and have a great week.